0: You're listening to the Liverpool Comedy Quota, the only EU-ratified comedy podcast in the city with me, your host, Jay Burnley. And in a week where last week on BBC One's political show This Week they featured Reginald D. Hunter and this week's This Week featured Girls Alive Nicola Roberts, this show is impressed by the channel's commitment to hit their quota of diversity on the show. Apparently the dance troupe will be on this week next week. The Liverpool Comedy Quota, noting that Sir David Frost was also on that week's This Week That Was. In this week's show, the quota brings you 30% of King of the Blacks, Reginald D. Hunter. That's lovely and 70% of new Son of the Beach and Safeport Comedy Festival organiser Brendan Riley. Oh, no. I've <laughs> bored me family with this for months. Oh, God. Providing you with 100% ebony and ivory. Next up, this man needs no introduction. Uh, so on the phone, we've got uh, Reginald D. Hunter, uh, who's in the middle of a tour at the moment. Where are you at the moment, Reg? I'm
1: in uh, Newcastle.
0: And how's that been for you?
1: Yeah, why not? Good people? yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you, you've got two personas there's Reg on TV and there's Reg on stage it's sort of like what, what are people going to get uh, when they come to the Liverpool Philharmonic
1: um, they're going to get constant relentless comedic demon dog pressure <laughs> it's going to be a lot of pressure baby it's just a joke could come from anywhere from any subject from any angle just just I mean just you ain't going to just be able to sit there and just but, the more evolved humans will we'll be able to sit there and just agree because they'll know all of this stuff. <laughs> so, but most humans will sit there and that's uh, just, I mean, the pressure going to get to them. And, you know, just, just gonna, you're know, probably going to end up laughing at something that you, you know don't morally approve of, you know, but you're going <laughs> to laugh because that pressure going to put you in that position. So it's, it's called... Sometimes is, even the devil tells the truth.
0: Is, is the devil you, or is the devil is the media, and that sometimes they, even they tell the truth, or political parties... That's right,
1: it. exactly. I mean, you know, don't got their balls out about the New World Order and all that stuff there. Yeah. There's, there's not much savvy and cover-up anymore. I mean, it's brazen, it's bold. Yeah. And uh, the title came because I, my sister's born again Christian, and when I... was watching Obama, and I said that. I said, sometimes even the devil tells the truth. She was like, no, that's wrong. The devil is the father of lies. (laughs) Uh, like, so you're saying that this man, the devil, is like a world-class, universe-class liar, yet he has no fundamental understanding of truth. It's impossible to tell a great lie without having some understanding of the rudiments of truth. Mm. And in fact, you can't tell a lie unless it sounds like the truth. And usually what the system does is it puts a truth right next to a big ass lie. So when you get the truth, you go, well, this bit with the truth, so it must be right too.
0: So, obviously, uh, you talked about Obama then. I heard you call yourself the King of the Blacks sometimes, uh, and you always get called in. No, when I
1: hadn't said that in ages. <laughs> I might
0: bring that back. Like yourself, uh, sometimes when stuff like Obama got elected, I got drafted into the radio station to talk about my opinions uh, yep. of, of what Obama was. I saw you recently on This Week as well. Is, you still, is it weird to get drafted in when they need a black American to talk about things? Or
1: Well, when I did last thing, they brought me in to talk about stereotypes. Yeah and uh, I told him at the end of the show I said uh, hey don't get me wrong I really appreciate y'all letting me come in and talk about this flimsy sh-. Mm. but uh, I have you know opinions about the uh, the economy sports women's fashions I got all kinds of opinions man I'm a comic man I would be laying around in a hotel room of course I got opinions man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've also got um, your support Steve Hughes who's a fantastic comedian and you always talk about him raising your game how's, how's he been this uh, during this tour
1: man we did we did like eight preview shows and then we did um after like maybe like maybe like four or five preview shows, Steve was ready. He's he's blinding, he's in he's in good form. Um he, he just making- finished um doing um this last week he went down to a few days ago in fact he went down and did live at the Apollo. Yeah. And uh, he shook him up because as you know, the objective is to surely demolish. Went down there and took a whooping stick <laughs> Whooped up on them. Came back up in time for Newcastle last night. He whooped up on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on. Uh, he whooping. <laughs> now. yeah, he uh, he's <laughs> straight, straight whooping.
0: And it, is it is it raising your game?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I mean, it gave me the first four or five you know shows to kind of you know figure out and be a bit messy because I knew that you know with somebody like Steve, yeah. they're gonna have a the, the cumulative package is gonna be a, 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 a good show. It's gonna be value for money. So it wasn't as much pressure on me to be excellent right away, and uh, and, st- and, and that has afforded me time. And now I'm, I'm whooping now. <laughs>
0: and you'll be doing it at the Liverpool Philharmonic uh, on this Friday. Coming.
1: Oh man! By the time we get there, boy, we might just be we, we might be going like super critical.
0: <laughs> Reg, thanks a lot for that.
1: Um, Hi, right, Burnley.
0: So that's Reg there. Uh, he's on. at the Philharmonic on Friday. Make sure you make it down to Steve Hughes and Reginald. They're absolutely hilarious. Uh, it's set even separate. They um, solo solo by themselves. They're amazing. But together with their powers combined, it's like a, it's like Voltron. Finally on this week's comedy quota Whether hosting comedy shows Or starring in them Our main guest is always Looking for the funny Having been a temporary art expert Putting his own comedic spin As a tour guide around the Tate He's now guiding us around The biggest and best Southport comedy festival 2011 As the man who made it all happen Here's Brendan Riley Welcoming into the, uh, to my humble bunker uh, Is uh, Brendan Riley Thank you for coming on the show
2: and it is a humble bunker as well. <laughs> I didn't even know this room
0: existed. It didn't. They carved it out of rock for me. In the sky. Put him in the hole. That's what they said. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for coming on. Um, no you're here problem. to talk about, uh, obviously, uh, the Safeport Comedy Festival, which is coming up, which uh, you're involved with, Everly. Before we get onto that, uh, just give us a little bit of uh, background about yourself, uh, how you got into comedy. and
2: Okay. Um, I've been doing stand-up for 21 years. But oh You only look God. like you're 27 or something look like that. Look at you, look at you. <laughs> 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 now I've been doing stand-up for 21 years. I've been professional for probably about, I don't know, it took three or four years to get going. So uh, what's that? Do that, Carol. 17 years, 18 <laughs> years, something like that. And then um, I was a car mechanic before then, oh. and I did a comedy workshop originally to get me going, which is uh, ironic because it's come full circle because I tutor on the... Um, Liverpool uh comedy trust is it? Got well done you. Your brains you. cabbage mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's early in comedy the trust uh a uh, tutor on the workshops and stuff and I love it. I really love passing on passing on all the tricks of the trade. It's really good.
0: But you still got your hand in and you're still doing bits yourself. Oh god, it? yeah.
2: 5 5 nights a week.
0: But uh yeah. the thing that you've come in to tell us about and talk about is the Southport Comedy Festival. Um it, it, it how did you get involved in that it's uh, why why have you taken this thing on it's a huge project there's loads of uh, comedians it runs over 10 days is it
2: yeah basically the um i'll just give you a quick plug the comedy festival runs the 20th to the 30th of october this year and it's um 40 comedians uh, seven venues yep. 16 gigs basically over that time and we've got all types of gigs we've got uh it's basically split into two types. It's the, There's the main theatre shows at the Southport um, Theatre, mm. and they are Andy Parsons, uh, the Ed Byrne, yeah. Sarah Millican. I'm doing a charity gala with Jason Manford, which is a massive thing on the 23rd, which is going to be a headache in itself. But, no, it's worthwhile. <laughs> Raising money for Help for Heroes, which is a great oh, cause. Great cause, yeah. Um, and... So we've got six shows in there and then we've got ten shows which I regard as fringe shows yeah. which are they're a bit different than the way like, the Liverpool Comedy Festival runs. I think with the recession and stuff I've tried to think about value for money. Yeah. So instead of doing one-man shows we do things called the two-hander shows which is two comedians each doing an hour each with an interval. Yeah. No compare. So they're doing straight hours like they would in Edinburgh. But um, we're doing them for a fiver. So you can't. You can't. I've, like I've, I've pulled in a lot of favours from all my mates off the circuit to do this festival.
0: I was going to um, say it's just sort of like, do you know where the bodies are buried, or is it, have you got oh, pictures of people? they just.
2: They've just. Everyone's just pitched in, and I'll explain more in a second why why I'm involved. But so that's the festival. We've got a children's show, which is going to be fantastic at um, uh, the Premier Bowl and Laser, which is right on the front at Southport there and that's with Steve Royal. Steve Royal he's
0: uh, been on um, Phoenix Knights he's uh, he's brilliant isn't he. He's, he's, quite a he's multi live.
2: multi-talented yeah. We've got Slaughterhouse Live as well who Steve's a part of yeah. and he's doing the we're doing that at the end of the pier. So that should be quite good fun. So and there's I've, going to be comedy on the tram on the way up, and then they do the Slaughterhouse Live show. It's, it's
0: like you've brought Blackpool closer. It's, well, tra- it's, it's, well, I like to
2: think it's a bit better than that, mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in its heydays, I mean, you know, when yeah. uh, Cannon and Ball were down there. Yeah, well, like. I'm just
2: trying, do you know what? I'm trying to make it as inclusive as possible for everyone, and to and affordable as well. So the show start at three quid. We've got a little gig at Bar Humbug, which they encourage new acts. That's a regular gig in Southport. And that's going to be brand new. Comedians all trying out. It's like three quid. Yeah. So the shows start at three quid and then go right up to literally twenty-five, thirty quid for the for bigger the big, names. Yeah. yeah.
0: So why take this on? Because this seems like forty comedians, seven yeah. venues. It I, seems like I, I've, a, I've been logistical. asking myself that. I've been asking <laughs>
2: myself that question over the last month. Basically, um, I've been involved in the Southport Comedy Festival just from afar, just bringing in little shows. We did a competition, uh, a new talent competition last year. I ran that, and plus I run a venue at the Fox and Goose in South Park that's my yeah. regular venue once a month and that's run now for three or four years so um I've done bits uh, in and out of the, of the festival probably for the last eight years in fact it, it's been running since 2000, I think it's 2003 the mm-hmm. first one and I've basically been involved all the way through it since then it yeah. was run by the council and the tourist office uh, tourist board um, by a girl called Nia Valerio and she sadly lost a job now as the cutbacks all right. have, have come yeah she was brilliant she's really good help for me especially when planning this um, but basically I got wind last year that it's probably not going to happen and then early this year I think it was March I got an email from the Southport Theatre saying the festival's been chopped you know, government so, cutbacks it's the way it is It's the yeah. the, art, the arts always go first um, and so I got asked to take it on and the first thing I thought was I need support, I need support first not just from sponsors and money I need a media support so first port to call were Radio City Yeah. Brilliant, Richard Maddox has been fantastic for us. yet yeah, really, really good. Oh, great, he's, great. he's
0: superb. I, I love that man. He's uh,
2: <laughs> look at you, look at you. <laughs> aim ge- aim for a longer show. That's genuinely I mean. <laughs> without without him and the Southport visitor, I would not have moved on then to look for sponsors because yeah. you need the media. Yeah. A Southport visitor have been fantastic. Um, Jamie McLaughlin originally, then then Janine has helped us out in the Southport office. Yeah. They've both been great, and we've had basically editorial every week now for the last month. When we, launch, when we launched a month ago, it was the announcement that I've taken it over. And then from then on, we've had story and story and trying to build... To, to, to give it a presence, basically. Yeah. Um, I think the council did a good job over the years, but because they were always conflicted by the other things they had to promote, like the fireworks, the air show... And all all the things that happen all the way through the year and the jazz festival and stuff. I think it in, was, you think? I think I think yeah. a little bit. It was difficult to give it an identity. I mean, it never had a website. Mm. So first thing I did again it was was ask friends to get involved. And I've got the A team as I call them, and that's Gareth Jones. who has got to get a mention. We spent God the brochure alone. We were up till four in the morning, <laughs> and he's he works full time as well. He designed all the um, the brochure. And it's amazing how hard one of these things is to put together. I've got to say, it is you know, a
0: fantastic brochure. It's uh, like a seaside postcard. Well, that's it? that.
2: Yeah, it needed a theme. And um, so I suppose one of the other parts of the A team is a guy called Paul Hardman, who's a Southport cartoonist. Mm. And I thought he needs an identity to build it for hopefully the next five to ten years, which is my idea. It needs an identity that people are going to see the fat man, as we call him, <laughs> who's the typical 1950s. Uh, picture saucy picture postcard guy when he appears people need to know like every logo that the festival is starting to it's, it's coming That's around again idea, actually, yeah it? so he's he's been brilliant he's helped us out paul's been brilliant he's on the cover of the brochure if you can grab a brochure um i'll tell you a little bit about where you can get the stuff from and all the publicity or yeah. go on the website he's um he's done a lot cartoons and stuff and then Ian hartley who's a guy who designed my web my, my web page my personal one my website um, he's helped out as well, and we've all pitched in, and they're the A team basically, and and, and I couldn't have done it without them, honestly, and I, I, that that's been what I suppose the most refreshing thing about this, aside from all the hard work, um, it's the way people have responded to a bit of a call of come on I need a help, yeah. And then we've got the sponsors, and we've got about twelve, twelve or thirteen, twelve or thirteen sponsors. They've all put money in local businesses. Do You want to mention them all now? Well, we've got, we've got. Off, it starts with the, the big boys, of course. We've got the visitor in Radio City, which is great. We've got Barron Financial Services, a guy called Dave Barron, who's heavily involved with Southport Rocks, which is a thing that happens at an event that happens every year, yeah. and he's been a massive help for me. We've got Three Mobile, who are kind of hopefully dipping the toe in this year. To come on board in a in a bigger way well, next because... year. They they've been a great help we've got a local restaurant called Trattoria 51 it was right across the road from the theatre and he's a guy called Attilio and he's absolutely <laughs> as italian as you can get you know he's a real dude yeah, i asked him for um uh, what was it he asked me for a coffee and i said if you got a latte decaf latte and he almost knocked me out right? <laughs> Real italian um we've got uh, premier bowl and laser who have come on board as well they're on the seafront uh, at southport there and they're doing the children hosting the children's show it should be great a mm. real good deal on that as well if you go on the website, check all the prices out. They're doing a family ticket, I think. It's two adults and three kids for 20 quid. And that that's like a recession buster is all I'm going to say. I might have to have and two it's, more it's kids. It's in half term, good lad. nixon <laughs> Um It's in half term, that. So it's perfect for kids. And for that, you get the Steve Steve Royal Family Show, the right Royal Family Show, yeah. which he says is is for for children from three to 103. And then we've got, <laughs> which is it, I've seen the show. It is actually, it's really funny as an adult. Um... And then they're going to do bowling as well for that price. And then some food as all well. Right. So it's like, what? For 20 quid? How much? But I mean, I did say to her, well, Sarah, is, she's lovely at uh, Premier Bowling Laser. I said to her, we need to keep the cost down to get, let's get a good footfall. Yeah. And I didn't realise she was going to do that. Like, I think we could be inundated, basically. <laughs> yeah. So we've got them. We've got uh, SMR, who are doing all the, uh, the printing for me. They're a, a design house in Southport as well, all local businesses. We've got Joseph's the Jewelers, who's an old schoolmate of mine, a guy called Sean Gibney. And he's sponsoring the new act, uh, the talent contest show, you know, stroke, stroke, X-Factor type show. <laughs> um, it's the Southport Comedy Festival, New Comedian of the Year. And the heats start actually on the 2nd, or the heats are going to be the 2nd of October, the 9th and the 16th in the Fox and Goose in Southport. Yeah. And then we have the final on the 27th and it's going to be eight and nine. I haven't decided whether I might squeeze a wild card in, try and get a ninth in, but there's going to be eight comedians. Um, and we're going to put a 100 quid prize and a trophy and it'll be great for a new comedian CV to yeah. say they've won a contest you know um, and that'll be judged by our four judges we did the same last year it was great fun really well attended I think people I don't know this, I suppose this, the the, the macabre side of watching a comedian, <laughs> isn't there? That you don't know what you're going to get from a new act.
0: Well, we, we've uh, crash and burn or superstar, isn't it really? We had Sam Avery in uh, last week, and he's going to be doing a show up there as well, isn't he? He's, he's doing, doing
2: a, a one-man show. Yeah, he's other uh, one of
0: two-handers. Two-handers was five pound as well. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so yeah, cheap. Um, I know,
2: I know a fiver.
0: But yeah. he, he does rawhide raw, and it is sort of like it's great to see somebody succeed, but it's also quite fun to see somebody fail. I well, think I
2: think it? it's almost like watching Formula one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the chance of watching a crash is what attracts the danger of it, really. And I think the same. Same thing goes for a new talent contest and as long as we can set it up that it's not like, you know, um against the comedian, you know, yeah. we're gonna give them all five to ten minutes, there's the mic there's the audience. I'm going to set the audience up so that the partisan. Yeah. But I suppose, you know, that's especially the heats. Don't, we don't know what we're going to get. I've not seen all the acts that are going to be on. I've seen some of them because I've tutored some of them. Mm. And uh, I know they're all up to it. They're all all right. They've been yeah. going probably around a year yeah. minimum. So, so it's, going to, it's going to be quite good. So going back to the sponsors, just to, to go through, we've got Franklin's Deli, who've got a place in Liverpool. We've got an estate agent, Anthony James. We've got um, a solicitor. He's basically got every trade. Um, <laughs> The Ellen Court partnership in Preston is a person I've been associated with. We've got Toucan kind of events doing sound and lights, the good lads. We've got Elbow Lane, my dentist, <laughs> Elbow Lane Dental Care. They're actually pitched in. We've got RW Almond building contra- uh, Building uh, suppliers. They're in Formby again. We've got Silcox, who've got all the fairground or the amusement arcades. Oh, yeah. they've, they've pitched in as well. Um, and, and I just think it, what's lovely about it is we've got uh, everyone... Everyone's coming from all different types of trades and different businesses just mm. to make sure that this happens this year. And I think that's been really my kind of credo with this. My belief of, that I've just got to make it happen somehow. And then next year will be a lot easier, hopefully. Yeah, but it probably was...
0: won't be. It'll probably <laughs> be as big a nightmare as this has been. It'll probably get even bigger and huger. And well, I'd
2: like to think um, that the potential of Southport is a destination festival. Mm. And we could change the format. It might be end up to be like a bit like the Kilkenny, the Cats' Rhaps, where it might be just over a weekend. Yeah. And you can descend on Southport. There's there's hotels all there. I mean, the Ramada Hotel. They've come on board now to give us rooms for the charity gala. So I'm just making uh, bridges with people and making friends this year and hopefully next year I can have a chat with them about being more involved, you know? So, uh, yeah.
0: What other log- logistical sort of problems have you had setting it up and sort of... Well,
2: it, well, one of the major things that's been great with us, right, was Sefton Arts, because originally I thought... it Because Sefton Arts and tourism dropped it just because of financial reasons, mm. I thought they wouldn't be interested, but... Um, basically I've got Sefton Arts have come on board to support me now now they, they, they've been they've been limited in, in the financial backing back they can give me though so they have helped with the ticket line which is brilliant yeah. they're going to do the ticketing for me um, plus they're going to contribute towards the banners that are going out around Formby I've basically gone from Formby in towards Southport that yeah. kind of reach but mainly Southport and Sefton Arts Emma down there has been, Emma Lloyd she's been really really good and Cheryl as well we, basically we had a guy called Martin from the Parks from sefton parks yeah. and he said right you've got any railings you want free of charge <laughs> yeah. so the banners are all up on uh, hesketh park there's banners up there um the, there's the um uh, i think it's dave from the flower shows helped me out as well right. and he's a good guy he's a really good guy it, I think seems,
0: he... it seems like there's a real community kind
1: of well that's what it's i've this. got <laughs>
2: everyone in yeah <laughs> i've got everyone involved you know um so we've got so the help from sefton arts has been great and that that's helped me massively now, and hopefully, again, another bridge is built for next year mm. to try and get funding, Arts Council maybe, I don't know. We'll have to look, we'll look at that, but I want to get this done first, and then we can move on. But basically, after doing it this year, at least I've got a portfolio now to go, look, there's the brochure I did, there's the banners, there's this, there's that. I mean, we did postcards, which was my idea for... Um, for basically uh, getting out to the masses, you know, yeah. and I got a hundred thousand picture postcards printed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sixty-six thousand went out with the uh, Formby Times, Southport uh, Midweek Visitor, and the uh, I think it's the Scammersdale and Ormskirk Advertiser as well. Sixty-six thousand. So people know about it. Yeah. It's just again, it, it with, with being in the middle of a recession, it's it's hard to get them to to buy tickets. Mm. So hopefully. I've done my part, it's up to the people of Southport and Merseyside and Liverpool, of course, Crosby on the run in and around the area to uh, say, OK, I'll have that. It's a fiver, I'll go and try it and go and watch someone.
0: Well, it's it's good that you've put that much effort in, uh, hopefully that there will be those people there that go, you know what, let's go and support this kind of thing and... And, uh, gone back it, to it's tickets, like you
2: know. a, Field of Dreams, isn't it? <laughs> Build it, they will come. You've got to trust. you got to trust <laughs> that uh, that people are going to turn up. And well, help the, the, you line, up. the
0: lineup's spectacular. Anyway, uh, so is there any any standout? With, not just the big ones, but is anything that you're, you're looking forward to? Obviously, your own show.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> to, to be honest with you, I'm not doing a show. I was a, I was oh, actually yeah. I was actually when I was putting the brochure together and the program, I was wondering whether I should actually step back and not do anything really. Mm. But I thought, no, don't be daft. So, well, basically, it starts on the 20th. It starts on the 20th of October, which is a Thursday night. And what we've got there is we've got two small shows, which are the Fringe shows. We've got uh, Martin Moore, who's formerly Martin Big, Big Pig. Pig. Yep. Yeah, who's absolutely off his head. He's from Northern <laughs> I- Ireland. And we've got Phil Walker, who's Roy Walker's son. Oh, right. Yeah, Phil's great, yeah. And um, they're doing a comedy two-hander at the Fox and Goose. That's on the 20th. And then the same night, we've got the Best of Bar Humbug, which is, again, a guy called Paul Spender, who's a a right good guy. And uh, he's, as I say, he's encouraging brand new acts. Where I run my gig in Southport, and I've got the professionals, basically, he's, I don't mean Bodie and Doyle, right? But no, (laughs) Carly would not let them turn up. Well, I've got, um, he encourages brand new talent basically which is excellent and that's what the, that's what Sal put needs all the way through the year yeah. a couple of little gigs running keeping people people in the loop really so that's the first night and then the second night the first shows of the um the first show in the theater basically a, sh- a compilation show called get up stand up with adam bloom Pappies, which are pappy's fun, fun club, club yeah. which are massive in edinburgh mike wilkinson and tony vino who's compere and who's great um, and then we move to Saturday, another small gig, uh, Laughs in the Laughter Lounge, which is a brand new venue that we've never done comedy in before, which is cool. It's a lovely little restaurant downstairs, and then it's got a function suite upstairs, which is perfect. Yeah. Um, that's got Steve Royal doing his alternative adult set, <laughs> and then we've got um, Tony Simpson's comparing. We've got Helen Keeler, who's actually she, Helen's uh, yeah, new. She, she won the, la- the competition last year the new act of the year competition last I, year I, so
0: i've worked with her up in edinburgh uh this year um with the comedy she's fantastic
2: she's really 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 cool yeah um and we've got adam staunton as well who's another up and coming comedian who's that yeah. was i was in i was in um uh, where well, was in the Midlands with him last night and he's a really good act um, yeah. a, a big prospect as well yeah. I think he's unique he's a really good guy tiny, very professional I know he's tiny fits in my pocket he's, <laughs> not, he's not a midget <laughs> and then the big one for me I suppose is Sunday the 23rd of October this is the charity gala Help okay. for Heroes and that's Jason Manford Junior Simpson um, Andy Askins Justin Morehouse off Phoenix Knights yep um Pippa Evans she's doing some stuff and we've got uh who else is that there? there is, is come Rob, on, Rob Rouse, Rouse of course us. Rob Rouse but it's it's six acts and Jason's going to headline it, and that, that's in the main room, fifteen hundred seater. That's
0: going to be amazing. So isn't
2: it? yeah, yeah, and that, that's a that's a big, big show, and that's that's uh, in association with Baron Financial Solutions because he's helped me out so much. Yeah. he's kind of put his name to that gig, which is really good. Um, and then it goes on then, basically through the through the midweek with two handers: Tony Simpson, Sam Avery on Monday. On Tuesday we have got Steve Shanyasky and uh, Jamie Sutherland. Sorry, on Monday we have got Lee Nelson live. who's one yeah. of the big names in the theatre. And then it goes through. Sarah millikan's already sold out. Which is amazing, which is great. Got the Fox and Goose, which is the regular gig on the twenty sixth. Andy Parsons twenty seventh, new act uh, show on the twenty seventh as well. Go to the website, folks, to, to listen to look to look at all the details on this. And then it runs in then basically into the weekend. We've got last uh, two hander show on Friday the twenty eighth with um, Chris Stokes and Jolly Boat, which is Ace. That Chris Stokes doing really well. alternative oh. Jolly Boat are great, mm. uh, and. Um, they're, again, new acts that I'm trying to encourage to try and give them the hour slot. Yeah. You know, to push them a little bit. But Jolly Boat have just been in Edinburgh. they had a really good Edinburgh. And then they Saturday... Made, they made money, apparently. That's what I got I don't believe them. They're lying. <laughs> no one makes money out of Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, and then on Saturday, the 29th, we've got the children's show in the daytime uh, at the uh, Premier Bowl and Laser with Steve Royal as I spoke about already and then we've got Slaughterhouse Live at the end of the pier which is truly alternative and then the final show is Ed Byrne and he's at uh, the main theatre again the Southport Theatre on Sunday the 30th of October. So what I've, what we've got is, I feel, is a massive mix of prices yeah. and styles, alternative, you know, it, 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 I think it's going to be really great. Something for yeah. everyone. Something for everyone,
0: yeah. <laughs> Brendan, thanks for coming into the show. Can I put pl- pl- oh, the website? On. That's the main oh, yeah, thing.
2: Any information, folks, just uh, contact me through the website. If you want a brochure, contact me and I'll tell you where we can get them from. Um, but basically the website is southportcomedyfestival.com and uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, yeah.
0: Brendan, thanks for coming in. All Happy the best days. For that's it for this week. Don't forget to uh, support local comedy. Go and see uh, go and see a show. Even if you don't know who the people are performing, go and see him. It's great that we've had Brendan Riley on uh, talking about the Safeport Comedy Festival. It's great that we had Reg on talking about his show. Um, but, you know, even, even if you can't get to the big shows, make sure you go and see some of the smaller shows. Um, and with that, we'll be back with the next show uh, sometime soon, probably next week. So then, keep listening to The Quota. The best in the world at what we do.